Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Good morning, Ram Nation. Welcome into DNVR Rams Live, presented by Natures of Colorado, the Northeastern Colorado dispensary, providing top-quality cannabis and a wide variety of products. Remember to use that code DNVR online or mention it in store or drive through Hope everybody is having a good weekend so far. Been a cold one, obviously. Hope everybody got safe, uh, got home safe, I should say, from the game on Friday. Obviously, Super Bowl Sunday. Looking forward to it. No I am not a 49ers fan. Uh, I do have this hat from back when I worked at Lids in high school, a very random assortment of gear from back in the day. We're getting into a lot today. We're breaking down a big CSU Rams win. They are now winners of four straight. Really have been in, in really just control over the last couple of games. It's been great to see the response that this veteran group has had especially after, you know, such a tough one up in Wyoming really could have spiraled the season cannot continue to emphasize enough just how impressive you know these guys have been able to handle all of this uh, if you missed my interview with owen long go check that out 2024 csu football signee he was the only signee on national signing day the early period kind of takes some of the excitement out of national signing day now but we went into his recruitment process uh, why csu is such a natural fit from him he, for him good lord he actually has uh, a ton of family out in Colorado is here multiple times a year. So it, it, it feels like it's going to be a, a really perfect fit. And honestly, I'm very intrigued by him as a prospect. I think when you look at his athletic profile, just coming downhill, he's going to fit really nice at linebacker, rangy guy that plays sideline to sidelines, and he embraces contact, which, you know, that's what you want out of that position. Uh, anyways, go check that out. Certainly appreciate him giving me some of his time, especially before his a uh, season opener for the baseball team. So I always appreciate those guys. Um, great to see CSU get back on the winning track against San Jose state. They won the first 23 meetings all time against the Spartans got swept by San Jose state last year, which was fluky. You know, we know the circumstances, but it was great to see the Rams get back on the winning track. Now 24 and two all time after the 66 to 47 victory. Always nice to see Tim Miles back in Fort Collins. I'm not going to lie. It seemed like there was a little bit of politicking going on. You know, he was kind of like a former mayor returning, kissing babies, shaking hands, all of that fun stuff. I mean, I, I don't want to focus on this type of stuff every single episode, but I think we all have seen the reports about Nico Medved being a, a pretty popular national candidate for jobs like West Virginia, certainly some other high majors that could open up down the line. You know, if you're a guy like Tim Miles, who I don't think is at San Jose State still because he wants to be, 
you know, probably doesn't hurt to come back to your old stomping grounds and, you know, shake hands with the boosters, take photos, old players, all that fun stuff. And, you know, he's a great, he's a great dude. He, he's certainly playing it right. I, I don't blame him for doing so, uh, but also nice to see Nico Medved get the win over his mentor, especially after getting swept uncharacteristically a year ago. You know, I, I don't think this is a situation where we need to like, this isn't a game where months from now we're going to look back on it and be like, man, that went over San Jose state. They really took care of business against an inferior opponent, but I mean, they're really playing well on both sides of the basketball right now. And defensively, I felt like CSU was really locked in from the start. There was a stretch in that second half where things got a little bit bumpy. Uh, credit Tim Miles for adjusting throughout a 1-3-1 zone. Caused uh, CSU to have some turnovers, you know, a couple of ugly possessions there. They're a frisky team with a couple of veterans that are really good. They're not just going to lay down and, and lose by 50, so it wasn't shocking. What I thought was really encouraging was even when, you know, the Rams had kind of a, a rougher stretch there, they never let the game get out of control. They they were always up by double digits. The the closest San Jose State got was uh, within 10. And then, you know, over the, the final seven minutes, they really closed the clamps on them, only allowed one field goal over the final seven minutes. Great way to close out what was just a really solid home victory. Now extends CSU's winning streak to four games. They have led for 148 minutes, 29 seconds of a possible 160 minutes over the last four. Uh, they've trailed for all of 416, and the most they have gone down by is two points. This team is really playing some of its best ball at the, the most important part of the season, or at least of the regular season here. Obviously, the postseason is what we're all aiming for. It doesn't get any easier from here. And, you know, kind of after we dive into some takeaways and all that, we will lay out uh, what does the, a potential path to the Mountain West title look like for this team. You know, if you ask the, the staff, if you ask the players, they're taking things one game at a time, which is the approach you have to have, especially with the chaos right now. I mean, UNLV goes into the pit and takes down New Mexico last night. We've now seen a couple of the teams in the top six have slip-ups at home of late. That could be a huge deciding factor in this conference race. Can anybody simply go undefeated at home and steal a couple on the road? That might actually be enough to get it done in this crazy league. I saw, I think it was a San Diego State fan tweet, this is what we've always wanted to be a, a big time college basketball league. And it's really exciting and also entirely brutal. And I thought that was really well put because this is what it is. It's a, it's a gauntlet. This, con this conference is really going to, you know, grind you up and spit you out, but who can survive with, you know, the least wounds, especially on their home resume, that might actually be enough to get it done. Feels very similar to, you know, like a big 12 or an ACC where road wins just, they don't come easy. And frankly, I think road wins come even tougher in the mountain West than the ACC, especially this year, especially also when you factor in the, the unique travel situations, you know, you go to some pretty tough places like Cameron indoor, you know, North Carolina is obviously one of the, the great venues in the ACC, but they don't have to deal with, you know, going to Reno and Laramie and the pit and Viejas and just some wonky places, even if it's not necessarily like a top 10 team, always just a tough spot to go. Anyways, got way sidetracked there. Uh, I'm going to get into the takeaways from this win over San Jose State real quick. I do want to shout out our friends over at Circle K. Guys, Circle K makes everything in life more convenient. They've got killer deals. The membership is free to sign up for. It's easy to download. 
Your first five Phillips are going to get you 25 cents off per gallon, not just 25 cents off total per gallon on your first five Phillips if you sign up. You're also going to get five Polar Pops for free. So you're pretty much losing money if you're not filling up, if you're not getting soda over at Circle K. Sign up um, at circlek.com slash inner circle for more information. Get a free any size Polar Pop from Colorado Circle K's by texting DNVR to 31310. That's DNVR to 31310. Message and data rates may apply. Periodic recurring messages per month. Terms and conditions can be viewed at circlek.com. I also want to shout out Natures of Colorado. They are our presenting sponsor. They are the premier dispensary in Northeastern Colorado. If you are out there, they are the dispo for you. Order online at naturesofcolorado.com. Also, what's really... Or naturescolorado.com, excuse me. What is great, though, is you can pick up conveniently with a drive through You don't even have to get out of your car. I mean, that's living life the right way. They've got four locations convenient in Log Lane Village, Garden City, Sedgwick, and Millican. Some of their deals include a $99 ounce every day. If you use the code DNBR, though, you can get a full ounce of any shelf for $85. Exquisite extracts are also two-gram buckets for $15. Remember to use that code DNBR online or mention DNBR in stores. Love it. Love Nature's of Colorado. Love all of you. If you wouldn't mind giving us a thumbs up on YouTube, I certainly would appreciate it. Shout out to uh, anybody in the comment section as well. Diving into some of the numbers here. 24 assists on 25 made field goals is pretty bonkers. It, it makes sense, though. I mean, when this team is sharing the ball, and I think the way Nico Medved likes to phrase it is giving the ball life, and, and that basically just means passing and passing with purpose and playing inside out and cutting and doing all the you know small things right. When you're doing that and so many guys are able to contribute, it just becomes really overwhelming for a defensive uh, assignment purposes. And... You know, I mean, this team, they're 10-0 and 0 when they record 20 or more assists. So it, it's certainly a, a winning recipe for the Rams. I, I love the way that they have attacked of late. I think the shot selection has been tremendous. They're not quite as reliant on the, the three as some of the other teams in the league. They've really done a good job of getting to the paint, which has been huge because it opens up the spacing and it gets you some opportunities that are going to be open in the corner. You know, we've seen guys like Joel Scott, Josiah Strong take advantage of you know, some opportunities where guys drive and pop it back out. But on top of that, you're getting to the free throw line more, which is really big. Um, they've, they've averaged 15 free throw attempts per game over the last four. If you remember back to the Utah State and Boise State losses, I think they only had nine and, and 10 free throw attempts in those games, respectively. It, it's just been a, a major factor. And it, it's, a, it's a lot of little things that CSU is just doing better than what they were doing when they were struggling. And, and you know, obviously... A lot of little things eventually add up. Um, they were plus 16 in the paint, which was awesome. The The two-point offense has been really big. They were 70% in the win over Boise State. They were 55% or 56% from two-point range in this one. Obviously not quite as good as Boise, but really solid, especially when you hold your opponent to 35% from two-point and only 19% from three-point range. San Jose State, they really live and die by the three. They have no qualms about jacking it up, and they hit a couple of tough shots in this one. I mean, Cardenas is nice. If you're a frequent listener of the pod, you know that he's a guy that I enjoy watching quite a bit. Trey Anderson is another guy, a veteran that's been there a while. I think he's their all-time leading three-point shooter. If you let those guys get hot, they are certainly capable of, of making things interesting. And, you know, I, they hit some some big ones in the second half. But again, the Rams were just always in control. They never let this get away from them. 
And that speaks to the maturity and the mindset of this team. You know, they executed, they got it done against an inferior opponent. Keeping things going. Rebounding was kind of a wash in this one. Uh, they 34 to a piece. Rams held the advantage on defensive rebounds, but also gave up a few too many offensive rebounds. It only resulted in six second chance points, though. So I'm really, I'm not tripping over it. And some of that lends to do with what CSU wants to do in terms of getting out in transition. They're always looking to push the pace to get out and run on you. And when they are able to, man, that you know makes it that much more challenging to stop this team, especially when they're executing the way they are in the half court sets. They're consistently getting good buckets. They're sharing the ball, as we've already said, 24 assists on 25 made field goals. You finish with a plus 16 advantage in the paint. Got to the free throw line twice as many times as their opponent. I mean, this is what they needed to do against a team like San Jose State. You needed to just simply go out there and execute. And I, I thought the Rams did a really nice job of that on both sides of the ball. Uh, the bench was terrific once again. 23 points out of the bench, 18 points from the rotation in the first half. If you can get like 18 to 20 a night from this group consistently, the Rams are, are going to have a pretty good chance to potentially, you know, go like six and one down the stretch. I mean, especially with the way that the starters are playing right now, they just, they're doing the little things and it's been great to see. And, you know, Jalen Lake, he only had two field goal attempts in this one, but he was plus 14 in the win, had a couple of steals, had a great play at the end of the first half, actually, Got a steal, which led to a, a transition layup. I think it was for Joel Scott down low. Um, you look at a guy like Rashawn Bemba, who comes out and has uh, 13 points. That ties his career high. He also had that on Thanksgiving Day against Creighton. A couple of big wins. He has now come up for the Rams. I think he could potentially be the X factor that kind of allows the Rams to reach that extra gear necessary down the stretch here now. The schedule is really tough, and I'm not going to overlook anybody that CSU plays from here on out. As we have seen this week with Nevada and UNLV each picking up some big wins, man. Like, even those games are going to be really tough. You don't want to overlook Air Force or Wyoming going to the pit and Viejas. That's its, that's its own deal. But when you have a guy like Rashawn Bemba who can come in and give you 15 minutes off the bench, 15 really hard minutes too where he's not afraid to pick up a couple of fouls and, and play physically, but he immediately comes in and, and kind of changes the tone on both sides of the ball. He's so strong. He, he's able to, you know, kind of move some veteran players in the league that are tough assignments for even, you know, the best of, of post defenders. I've, I've really been impressed with his growth this year. And I think he's done a good job of getting to the free throw line more where he's been great. He looks really poised up there, knocks down a bunch of free throws in these last couple of wins. Has just been super poised altogether. So big, big game from Rashawn Bemba. I wanted to make sure that I talked about him when we highlighted the bench. Obviously, you know, Joe Palmer is going to do his thing. He continues to dive for loose balls, you know, hit big threes. Get, he's attacked the hoop a little bit more these last couple of games. I've liked that, especially because the three ball has not been uh, fallen quite as consistently for him. He's still finding ways to impact the game, though. And that's the, the big key for those guys. Isaiah Stevens, Neat Clifford, they're the stars of the show. They're going to do their thing night in, night out. Joel Scott's really become one of the better players of late as well. If you can get the rotation to just be impactful the way that they have of late uh, on the offensive side, because they've always been pretty good defensively, I think that's kind of the big difference when you look at uh, CSU and 
compared to some of these other teams, um, you know, the Rams haven't gotten blown out by anybody and that's largely due to their defensive effort. Even in, you know, some of the tougher games like Nevada, where they scored a lot of points on you. I didn't think the defense was bad. They were, you know, really making things tough, but Blackshear and Lucas, they had a great game and that's what is the winning recipe for them. I mean, in all their big games, those guys hit some big shots. Um, but if you keep defending the way you are, I think the Rams are up to 60th in defensive efficiency on Ken Palm. When you're also at, you know, top 25, top 30 offense, that, that's going to help you win a lot of games. This team is just really locked in. And I think they have a level defensively one through five that even that team of two years ago just didn't have. Obviously, you know, Roddy was, was a beast and I, I just had so much fun watching him. Could you imagine watching him and Neat Clifford together? I think about that all the time if Neek had signed with CSU instead of uh, going to see you for the first couple of years, man, that could have been something special a couple of years ago. Certainly thankful that he's here now though. He posts a double double on his 22nd birthday goes for 11 points, 11 rebounds, 22 on his 22nd birthday, uh, feeling fitting feels fitting. I guess that would be a better way to say it. I'm tired guys. It's, it's been a long week, um, but he, he just did a little bit of everything in this one. The The scoring was nice. I mean, 11 points, three of seven from the floor, but he got to the free throw line, hit five of CSU's 12 free throws, 11 rebounds, um, also had five assists, you know, was uh, able to drive and kind of kick it to guys in the post a couple of times. Other, other instances where he popped it out and people were able to hit threes. Um, he had a couple of blocks. He had a couple of steals. He's just been unleashed in Fort Collins and, it's been really, really encouraging to see him and and just how he's able to impact the game in so many different ways. He's what's really special about him and Isaiah Stevens, who, you know, he had nine points, 11 assists. That's a quiet game for him. Nine points, 11 assists is quiet. That's hilarious. But, you know, what's, what's huge for those two is they don't need to score 30 to make everybody on the floor better to help this team win games. And when I, I think about the the potential of the Rams, you know, surviving this insane conference, finding a way to grind out, you know, maybe five, six wins out of the, the last seven here would probably put you in the mix. We'll get into it here at the end. What I like about this team is they aren't, you know, like Boise, they need Degan Hart to be the dude. Like if him or Rice don't go for 30, they don't have a chance. Nevada, they're pretty much dependent on Lucas and Blackshear going prime Kobe to win, but they have uh, gotten Davidson involved of late. So that kind of helps as well. New Mexico is really deep, but they are dependent on their stars as well. I don't know. I mean, maybe this is me being unfair because obviously the Rams need Nick and Isaiah to play well in order to, to be successful. But when the probably one of the front runners, if not the front runner for the mountain West player of the year and Isaiah Stevens, when he can score less than 10 and you can win by almost 20, like that's pretty indicative of the depth that you have. And I just think that's been the difference for this CSU team. And some of these tight games here is they just, they've got so many guys they can throw at you. And so many guys are stepping up and making plays, whether it's the steal that Jalen Lake gets at the, at the end of the first half, which leads to a transition bucket. Um, Kyan Evans had a big corner three, which I, I love to see him shoot it confidently, especially because it came off of a possession where he had kind of a sloppy turnover before drove into traffic, didn't really seem to have a plan, kind of tried to dump it off late, ended up being, um, I don't think it was a pick six. I think CSU got to stop the other way, but you know, it, it ends up being a sloppy turnover. And then 
the next possession, true freshman, great spacing, you know, finds a, some open space in the corner when they try and double in on the post, he's wide open. They hit it. They kick it out to him. He drills that three. You just, you love to see all these guys stepping up when their number is called. We're not a one man show. We're not a two man show. Now, obviously Neek and Isaiah, those are the stars. You know, those are going to be the guys that probably dictate what this team's ceiling is at the end of the day. But you know, they don't need those guys to go for 30 and 15 every game in order to win. And, there was a stretch there where it kind of felt like that was the case, especially early on in conference play. So I just, I want to credit everyone, man. Josiah strong. He's playing so well right now. Joel Scott has really come to life. Um, he had double digit scoring in this one. Let's see what Joel Scott finished with. He had 12 points, 60% shooting from the floor, six rebounds. Also had a block. He was plus 13 in 28 minutes. I mean, he's been huge. You know, Cartier has not been scoring uh, quite at the same pace that he was early on in the season. He's another guy that as soon as some of those threes start to fall more consistently, all of a sudden he's going to be back up to, you know, like 15 points a night. But when, you know, he's had some quiet games, they've been able to get the scoring out of Rashawn Bemba, out of Joel Scott. And again, that's the big difference between now versus like Utah State and Boise State. If they didn't have the, the losses to Utah State and Boise State early on in the season, if the Rams weren't able to get massive showings out of their stars they just didn't have an opportunity and and right now yes you would like to have your guys you know go off especially in the 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 biggest games but on a night like this it was just encouraging to see everybody get in the mix uh you had nine different guys score multiple field goals in this one uh everybody finished in the positive in terms of plus minus really just a positive victory. I mean, obviously this is what you're supposed to do against a team like San Jose state. Uh, the cutting has been great, Frederick. I'm, I'm with you, man. In the comment section, um, the cutting has been awesome. The, the passing when you have 24 assists on 25 made field goals, you're going to win a lot of games. So credit the Rams for executing. Um, I don't want to get too redundant here. So I think I'm going to move on. Uh, we're going to get into just kind of what the the final path to a potential championship could look like for this team. It's going to be really challenging, uh, but Hey, you know, if you want to win, you're going to have to get it done. Shout out to Breck brew. Uh, Breck brew is a beer for any occasion. No better way to watch a game than having an ice cold Breck brew in hand. I certainly will have a few later on when I'm locked into the super bowl. Uh, try out some of my favorites. I'm a big avalanche, Amber ale guy, mountain beach, sour, you know, want a little bit of taste of, Summer in the winter, you can't go wrong with a little seltzer action. Check out the Breck Beer Locator at BreckBrew.com to find a brew near you. I also want to shout out Fubo. Um, Fubo is awesome. It's the best way to watch Colorado sports for the lowest price. 140 plus live channels, sports shows, movies, and news. You can stream live TV from any device. No contract, no cable, no hassle. Just sign up and start watching. You get 1,000 hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. That's great. Um, it, it's the best way to get CBS Sports Network, FS1, FS2. You can add things like the NFL Network if you would like to. Check out all the college ball action and NFL with Fubo. Go to www.fubotv.com slash DNVR. That's www.fubotv.com slash DNVR. Sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. All right, bear with me. All right. It's hard to ramble for 40 straight minutes without getting a little bit of water in there. 
Um, the Rams are in a really good spot, guys. They're currently in second place in the Mountain West based on tiebreakers. You're one game behind Utah State. Now, obviously, you're in a spot where you can kind of control your own destiny here. Now, you do need some some other things to work out your way, but the nice thing, you're one game behind Utah State. You play Utah State at home. You have a chance to even that up. And frankly, you know, Utah State, they, they did pull out a, a big win here this weekend but they you know they've looked a little bit susceptible at times and that's kind of the truth with all these teams you know as daunting as it is going to the pit as daunting as it is going to viejas you've seen both of those teams lose at home now in the last 10 days it doesn't feel quite as overwhelming now those teams are going to be hungry they're looking for wins especially if you're san diego state if you're new mexico you don't want to get swept by the rams you can steal one of those you're in a really good spot, especially if you take care of business at home. Now, the tricky part is you still got to go to Vegas and, you know, UNLV. They they frustrate the hell out of me because they, they'll lose by 15 at home to Southern. They'll lose by 30 at home to Air Force, but they'll, they'll beat Creighton, who is a top 10 team. They'll beat New Mexico in the pit. They'll beat Boise on the road. They... I've said it multiple times. They are going to be a team that probably costs one of these top six teams a bid. I, I think it'll be a five bid Mountain West just because I think it's going to be so hard to avoid slip ups in this situation. Even if you take care of business against everyone in the top six, these games against UNLV, against you know the, the Wyoming's of the world, they're no gimmies. And it's just a tough spot. Now, the, the benefit if you're CSU, and I, I would say San Diego State kind of has the the same angle here with the quality non-conference resume. We're in a really good spot when it comes to at-large resume teams like Boise state right now, even Nevada, who's pulled off a couple of huge wins and all, all of a sudden, you know, they're right back in the race. They feel a little bit more on the bubble as of now. They don't have, you know, the, the quality non-conference schedule that CSU did. That's a huge selling point. I mean, even a team like New Mexico, who's got a really tough stretch coming up. I mean, everybody does. If you can just, you know, seven games remaining, if you win three games, I think you're for sure in the tournament. Um, even at, like two, like if you if one of those was a quad one win, you'd still have a pretty good chance. Now, we're aiming much higher than that. And I think to have a realistic opportunity to win the league, you know, six and one would pretty much, I would think, guarantee you a shot to at least split the title, may probably even win outright. Five and two, you might have an opportunity, especially with the way that the teams are beaten up on each other right now. Again, some of that would be dependent on, you know, who are those wins over, more importantly, who are the losses to if you get swept by Utah State or something like that, who's already a game up on you. Obviously, that's going to put you in a really tough spot. The big key is you got to win your home games. I mean, we, we've seen, you know, Boise State slip up at home in league play. We've seen San Diego State and New Mexico now slip up at home in league play. The Rams, they've had some tough spots here. But if you can, if you can take care of business at home, steal one or two on the road, you know, I, I think that's enough to win the league. I really do now these next four games are going to be a, a major factor in whether you're able to do so. That's just the reality. You've got game at San Diego State, game at New Mexico. You've got Utah State at home. And you've got UNLV on the road. And then after that, you get Nevada at home, who's as hot as anybody. And then 
you know, for good measure, we'll close with a couple of regional rivals and you need to win both of those games against Wyoming and air force. You know, you got to take care of business against the lower competition. That's obvious, man. I really think though, five and two, six and one gives you a, a pretty good shot here, especially with the way that these other teams are going to beat up on each other. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go through every single one of the, the top six remaining schedule, but I encourage you to look it up because of the teams like, yes, this next four are rough for CSU, but then you kind of get to close and with Nevada being hot, maybe I don't feel quite as confident in this take as I did, you know, yesterday or the day before, but, um, you know, closing against Nevada air force and Wyoming, it's not the worst situation in the world. There's no easy games in this league, but you know, I'd rather be closing against them, especially if you can, you know, like go three and one over this stretch here. I'd way rather close against them than be like, oh, shit. Well, that was fun. Way to pull out these big wins. But now we still have to go to Albuquerque. Or now we still have to go to, you know, Viejas. Um, I don't hate the way that the schedule ends for the Rams. But these next four or five, it's, it's going to be brutal. And fortunately, you're in a great spot uh, as far as your at-large resume goes. But, man, I want to see this team win the league because they just, they're good enough to. And honestly when I think about the consistency from night to night, I really like the the build of this Rams roster compared to some of the other teams in the league. I don't, I don't want to get too carried away here. I know it's a win over San Jose state and, you know, very realistically lose by like double digits against San Diego state on Tuesday night, but that game feels winnable. It really does feel more winnable than it did, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And that's, that's not meant as, a dig at the Aztecs, the league still runs through Viejas until proven otherwise. I just mean they don't feel quite as overwhelming defensively as they have in years past. And we've now seen CSU execute pretty well against Boy and San Diego State, albeit at home. You've proven, though, that you can score against a, a physical team with good size in the post like that. The shot making, though, I, I just wonder if they'll have enough of it down the stretch to really be the the type of team that I, I thought they would be this season. I, I know they lost some key pieces. I know a guy like Jaden Ledee is certainly capable of getting hot in a hurry and completely taking over, but I, I don't know. I, I just, they don't feel quite as daunting as they did a couple of weeks back. And I just want to see this Rams team go in there and really show something. Like, I, I don't even think you necessarily have to win to keep the the vibes rolling and have it feel good. Now, if you can win in Viejas, you're feeling great. Five-game winning streak, all of a sudden anything feels possible at that point, especially with a big home game against Utah State coming up afterwards. More than anything, um, I just want to see this team end on a, a generally positive note because I want to see the end of the regular season of Isaiah Stevens' career be you know, something we look back on fondly and not a situation where it's like, damn, that was such a fun year. It was awesome. They made the tournament, but you know, they, they closed kind of poorly and, you know, didn't quite live up to expectations. Anything still on the table right now. I mean, if you win five, six games here, you're going to be firmly in the top 20. I think you have a chance of you know, being like a six seed or higher for sure. That'd be great. I mean, all of that would be really encouraging, and all of that gives you a better chance to have success in the tournament. We we know how it works. As fun as it is to be a, a single digit seed, if you are an eight nine seed, even when you win, you get blessed with playing the one seed. So, you know, the, the Rams 
I'm with Frederick. They've been in every single game they have played this season outside of Wyoming, which is really the only bad loss that they have. And it's just due to circumstance, not even because the opponent is, is awful. I think that's going to be a Q2 game at, or at worst Q3 when it's all said and done. You know, this team, they're, they're battle tested. They're, they're playing their best ball at the, the right moment. But this next test, that, that's where you kind of validate it, right? Like we, we've seen this team respond in the right way over these last couple of weeks. They've done everything you could ask for. And then some, I mean, they've led for 148 minutes of a possible 160. Haven't gone down by more than two. Can't ask for much more than that, especially given, you know, the quality opponents that some of these are, you go out on the road. Um, but this, this next four game stretch is ultimately going to dictate, you know, what is this season remembered on? Is it one of the, the multiple really fun seasons in, in program history, or is it, the season you look back on and you know it's the defining moment of the isaiah stevens and and medved era i mean that's what's possible this team is certainly dangerous enough to win the league to make a legitimate run in the ncaa tournament it's up to them to go out and execute and i know that a lot of people man when they struggled there for a couple of stretch they threw in the towel and all that and you know, we can't get too high. can't get too low. Not trying to sound like a, a basketball coach here, but man, this has just been fun. And I'm really impressed with the way that this team has responded. I just, I, I don't think people give them enough credit, especially given the, the depth of this league and just the emotion of experiencing what happened in Laramie to then be put in a spot where your back's against the wall and you have to win, you have to execute and they have in, in a major way. So I'm really impressed. Uh, another great game from the starters. The bench is stepping up. You know, you love to see what they're doing offensively when it comes to execution. But I think the biggest thing is this team has just been locked in defensively. When you hold a team like San Jose State for scoreless for seven straight minutes, man, that's that's really encouraging. Now, obviously, they're not like the, the cream of the crop or anything like that. But seven straight minutes against a D1 opponent, and it allowed CSU to go from being down one to up 12. And then in the second half, you do it again. You hold them for you know seven minutes with uh, one field goal. So not quite the same, but really, really solid execution when the Rams needed it. Hopefully they can continue it as this season goes on. I think five to six wins gives you an opportunity to win the Mountain West. I think six is pretty much conclusion. If you can pull that out now, that's that's really asking something of this team. But why not? Why not believe? They've got the the guys, they've got the staff, and they're playing really great team basketball right now. So I'm going to get going. Uh, that's all I've got. Shout out to everybody in the comment section. If you have anything you'd like me to respond to before we get out of here, send it our way. I hope everybody has a nice time this afternoon watching the Super Bowl. Obviously pulling for the Niners. Just not a Chiefs guy. Just can't do it. Um, all right. Always proud to be. Much love, y'all. Have a great Sunday. Peaches out of Palisades, sweet as mama's marmalade. This shit sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony. The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums. My mama slapped that bass, my sister sang these songs. Dancing under canopies, we thank the trees for all their leaves. We are just some drops of water, together make up seven seas. And one day I'll be like my father, one day I will learn to breathe. I'm choking on the thought that I am not the man I want to be. I got blood on my shirt, like I wear my heart on my sleeve. She said I look good in red, but that went straight to my head. So now she's rocking my teeth.
She's tucked into new prodigies And we ain't spoken a month But I just saw her last week The lipstick stain still on my cheek Like we ain't talk enough And we always seem to laugh But never nod at us So the future's looking grim It's kinda ominous And this song ain't about love That'd be too obvious See, this is more about lust And all of my misconceptions And this is more about me And all of my self-deception I'll tell myself a lie 100 times don't need corrections But every night I pray to God I hope I learn my lesson and the peaches out from Palisade And they sweet as mama's marmalade And this should sound like summer days The windows down on harmony The family band sing harmonies My daddy played the drums And my mama slapped that bass And my sister sang these songs Dancing hand in hand We were tripping two left feet Like a middle school slow dance No one knew how to leave But I'm still thankful for these days